everyone, and welcome to the Worldonomics podcast, brought to you by the UQES diversity team. I'm Liam. I'm Bronwyn. And I'm Elise. And each week, we bring in a new guest to talk about the issues that matter. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land upon which we record this podcast today and would like to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. We don't have a guest this week, so instead we thought we'd chat about the events which occurred last week in the world. Um, And unless you've been living under a rock, you will know how much has happened. But because of this, we want to issue a content warning as we will be talking about the Black Lives Matter movement. So in this episode, we will mainly be discussing, as I said, the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, Drew Pavlo's recent expulsion, and some UQ politics, uh, UQ union politics, especially with regards to the Women's Collective. Now, before we get started, Liam, would you like to start us off by asking our usual question? Thank you, May. So today I'll be asking um, the question to someone I think who has immense insight and wisdom to offer, and that's myself. So Liam, what is your quarantine sanity tip? So what do you do to survive quarantine? Um, Well, thank you, Liam. Well, for me, it's all about structure. So it's about trying to maintain sort of... um, you know, the daily, you know, trying to like, maintain some normalcy in your life. So, you know, with university, you, you, know, you go to your lectures, you go to your shoots. So, you know, you try, I'll try and be like, all right, on this date, this time, I'll watch this lecture and I'll watch this shoot. And so, so that, you know, when it all, it's all over, I can integrate back into that sort of normal life nice and easily. Wonderful. Wonderful insight. Um, thanks, Liam. So now the first thing we wanted to discuss was the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, So especially, obviously, in regards to George Floyd's death, um, which has sparked many protests, especially in America, obviously, because this happened there. Looking at social media feels like a moment of awakening for many people, when in reality, especially in Australia, Indigenous people have faced these issues um, for centuries and have not gotten global attention. Um, So some statistics, which I actually didn't know, when you compare America and Australia, when it comes to this issue, uh, in the US, African-Americans make up 14% of the population and roughly 30% of the country's inmates. While in Australia, Indigenous Australians only make up 3% of the population and have the same um, rate of incarceration So, as America. So 30% of Indigenous people is our prison population. Um, so we, in fact, lock up Indigenous Australians at four times the rate of Black Americans. And this is even worse in the youth detention system where about 50% of all detainees are Indigenous. So yeah, it really makes you think that these issues happen mostly out of sight for us, which is why usually it's, you know, you don't see this on social media. So it's really worth remembering that we also have huge justice problems here in Australia that we obviously need to keep fighting and protesting for. Yeah, no, I um, agree. I think. For people who don't know, I'm from 
Papua New Guinea, so I am black, I guess. And I think like when I first came to Australia, it was interesting to see the race relations. And it was always like, oh, but you're not like that. Like you're black, but you're not like them. And I was like, I didn't quite understand because it was very casual. Exactly. And I saw this on social media a few weeks ago. But on this topic, the fact that in Australia, Indigenous people have experienced um, racism, colonialization, the stolen generation, this all happened for 200 years. And right now we're expecting them to, to just overcome that and just adapt to the racist society we're in. And that's just not okay. Like you don't solve something that's been going on for centuries with just like the past 10 years and one apology from one prime minister. I mean, just to add, I think we do also have to remember that, you know, these, like, Indigenous people weren't even, like, considered, like, citizens or allowed to be included in the census until, like, 1967. It literally took a referendum for us to change our constitution, which has some very, you know, problematic components, such as, like, the government has the ability to legislate based on race, so it can specifically target race like races within the country and has that power to specifically target races and you know it took till 1967 for us to be like oh maybe the people who are here before we are should be considered part of our country and it definitely that is so emblematic of you know the approach and the issue and the his, history of you know race relations in our country I think like what people don't realise is that the whole Black Lives Matter movement is a reflection of the entire world. Like, it's not just black against white, you know, it's everyone against racism. That's very true. I'm just recording another segment, one week onwards, in regards to the importance of taking concrete actions to end racism and white supremacy. I really want to urge everyone, especially white folk, to do whatever you can to help this movement so that we can build a better future. It was honestly so amazing to see that over 30,000 people came to the Black Lives Matter protest or march last Saturday in Minjin, Brisbane, to stop black deaths in custody. If you weren't able to protest, there are still so many ways to help the cause. I know, personally, I'm very vocal on social media, so I'm really trying to post lots of resources and actions to take in regards to the movement. However, if you don't feel comfortable doing this, an easy step you can take is to follow more Black and Indigenous influencers on social media. Most of us spend our lives on our phone and social media, so it really is so important to filter the content that we're getting every day. Additionally, you can donate and support Black-owned businesses, which is one of the most tangible actions to take. And we'll leave links for that below. However, once again, if you're not able to donate, there's plenty of sponsored content you can watch on YouTube from which the funds go to organisations fighting racism. So essentially, YouTube donates for you. Now, to wrap this up, it's really important to keep this momentum moving forward because racism, as we've seen, isn't going to end itself, unfortunately. So it's up to us. 
We'll be linking some resources in the podcast description. And we're also working on something to help this movement as a society, uh, the economic society that is. So stay tuned for that. Unfortunately, this episode had to be cut short. We still wanted to put out our discussion on the Black Lives Matter movement as we feel this is important during this time. However, we were unable to finalise our discussion surrounding UQ, but we may talk about these issues at a later date. As always, thank you for tuning in.